Baby Myths Busted, a practical guide to giving your child the best start in life. Hello everyone, welcome back again to our podcast, Baby Myths Busted. I am Jackie and this is Simon. Hello, Simon. Hello, Jackie. Today we are talking about crawling. We've just learnt about sitting last episode and Simon mentioned that sitting and crawling often go hand in terms of timing of milestones. So are we talking eight to ten months then? Yeah, so sitting's more of an eight to ten month old developmental pattern where crawling is more like you'll start to see them at least get up on their hands and knees, maybe about six months, maybe seven months, or then start to want to look like they're trying to crawl around seven months, and then by nine months, they've nailed their crawling. So they could be interested uh, from around six months, seven months, but not actually crawling for another month or two. Not crawling smoothly. All right, smoothly. Okay, so what will we see? They'll... Get up on the hands and knees, and then they just stay in that position, or do they? Yeah. So shift? from there, so if you put them on their belly and they then develop the way to get up into onto their hands and knees, you'll see them press themselves their hands into the floor, so they got straight arms, or they press themselves up like a seal. Yep. So they're in their tummy time, and then they do. Yeah. So they, they straighten their arms and press themselves all the way yeah, up. Yeah, so they're cool. balancing on their hands and probably the top of their thighs yep. as the support zones. Yep. And then they'll be able to develop moving one knee up and underneath themselves. Yep. And so you'll have one leg out straight, one leg, one leg bent. Yep. And then they'll figure out that they can impress the knee that's been bent up into the floor and that brings the other leg forward and now they're on their hands and knees cool. in, a, in a quadruped position. Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah. That's, yep. That is how they'll do it or they should do it. Yep. And then from there, they'll be on their hands and knees and they're trying to figure out, all right, how do I move in this position? What do I do? Yeah. And the most common thing you'll see first is they'll start to rock back and forwards. Yeah. Yeah, little pumps as little we pumps, call them, yeah. little crawling pumps. <laughs> and once they've started to realize that my hips can go like this, my arms can go like this, then they'll start experimenting on maybe having three bases of support. So having one arm, two knees and one arm, two legs, and then reaching for a toy oh, with yeah. one arm yeah, or yeah. whatever that might be. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, cool. So I can actually do this now with three yeah. points. All right, maybe I'll do it with two points. And then as soon as you've got two points, then you're going to start to see some crawling or falling over. Yeah. They might go one arm out and they move the corresponding knee to be able to pull themselves forward or whatever else. And then they can't hold their weight. So they just fall on their face. <laughs> but that is all part of the experimentation of learning how to crawl. Yeah. And once you've nailed crawling... It should be on hands and knees. The back should look super straight. There shouldn't be a curve in it. Yeah. It should look super straight. Shoulders should be relaxed. Back of the neck should be nice and long, like we touched on with the sitting position in the last episode about sitting. should be nice and long so everything looks like it's in a dead straight line. Mm -hmm. Everything looks relaxed. Fingers should be facing forward in the direction of travel. Knees should be, and with hands about, sh- just a bit outside shoulder width, yep. not too wide, not too narrow. Knees should be just outside hip width, like in line with your hands. And feet should be slightly inside the line of your knees, so your big toes are almost touching as you try and moving forward through uh, yeah. um, through the movement. Yep. Your shins should be nice and relaxed and flat on the floor, not with your feet held up in the air. Like yeah. pointed toes and, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you shouldn't have that. And once you establish that, 
you'll reach. So you might reach forward with your left hand and you'll drag at the same time, you'll drag your right knee up towards your right hand yep. and then you'll swap. Yep. And that is crawling. So this is just a like an innate thing that, that babies just naturally go to. Yep. This is, which is fascinating. It's all such the, a complex movement. All the elements in crawling have already been learnt by the baby. Ah, okay. All right, it's tummy time. Yeah. That three-month position and you're trying to press your head up off the ground so you can look at things. And yep. four and a half months old when you try and roll over for the first time. Yep. Those two parts, so those two components set the foundation for your ability to crawl. Okay, so you need to stabilize yourself yeah, yeah. with what comes out of the being on your belly position. Yeah. And then to move your arms while something else is being supported comes from your rolling pattern. So if you get those two components right, you get the support part, which comes from your three month belly position, pressing your head up in the air. Yeah. And then your rolling is more to do with the swinging of your arms and your legs component, lifting them up to move. All comes from your rolling. So you need those two bits to be really well, really well patterned. Yep. For crawling to have the best opportunity to be great. And so if you stuff one of those up, the child will have difficulty getting into this quadruped position or won't be able to get into it. You'll either find it difficult or the position won't be great, Yeah. even though they can get into it. Yeah. They'll just be using other muscles or another pattern to do it. Yeah. Or they'll just never get there. Okay. And I know you see a lot of people in your physio clinic who you can tell pretty well straight away that they never crawled. But mm. You can see that they haven't developed that pattern and it comes yeah. out later on in the way that they move. Yeah, the tin man gait. Oh, yeah. I can imagine that. And so the way that they get the patterning working appropriately to enable them to get into these positions to crawl, that's just repetition of good quality rolling and supporting yourself on your belly and that type of thing. Yeah, it's just repetition of good patterns of all of the movements that precede crawling. So you said in our episode about sitting... Once they can sit, like they'll fatigue quickly, but don't just put them into sitting all the time. Put them down on their belly, on their back, on their side, whatever, and let them continue to go through that pattern to get to the sitting position over and over and over. So they'll just keep getting better and better at it and get into the sitting position easier and then that'll help with other movements like this or get them put them on the back so then they can roll and get themselves into this crawling position. The same prerequisites for sitting are the the ones for crawling. Yeah, yeah. So if you're practicing for one, you're practicing for the other. And that's why you just never let them, once they can sit, don't just pop them on their belly again. Yeah, yeah, it's not like the other stuff is over. Yeah, you've got to keep on making the pattern stronger and stronger. Now, there's lots of different types of crawling. Actually, No, No, there's not. Yeah, oh, okay. Okay, before we go through that, <laughs> we obviously, I'm thinking you're going to say, no, we are not to encourage crawling. Or th- is there anything that we ask, we can do Yeah, you can encourage. You, you, you can encourage crawling. Yeah, but not by moving them. No, you don't move them. You just have something that attracts their attention. 
Okay. Once they're up on all fours, then you can do whatever you want to make them feel like they want to go towards you or follow something or yeah. chase something or so whatever. So shift their toy a bit further away. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Or have your keys rattling or yeah, whatever yeah. that might be that they really like yeah. and then just see if that's enough of a motivating factor for them to try and figure out how to do it. Okay. Like we've touched on it on a previous episode, our eldest, we had just some old nothing ball that we found in the house and we used to roll it in front of him and that used to be the motivating factor for him to crawl. Yeah. <laughs> So, like, it doesn't, doesn't have to be anything. He just used to try and crawl after this ball the entire time. I think it was just exciting because it moved. Yeah. All right, so, so a crawling ball. Doesn't have to be anything. And, but, and once they're up on their hands and knees, that's pretty motivating in itself to then go and explore. Yeah, true. That's very exciting. Oh, uh, cool. I'm up here. Yeah. Well, what can I do with this? Yeah. And, or maybe I can go over to the couch. Maybe I can go over here. Yep. Yeah. And so good crawling looks like opposite arm to leg, nice and straight down the spine, Head on straight. And apparently there are all these other different types of crawling. On. Yeah, so you've got your classic hands and knees or cross crawl. That's the only one. That's the only one. way, yeah. That's what we've described. It's not the classic. It's the only, yeah. This isn't my information. This is just what I found in my research. <laughs> bear crawl. Bear crawl. Tell me, talking about what, describe the bear crawl. All right. Hands and feet. Yeah. That's a later pattern. Yep, okay. After crawling. Are we? Do we have to do classic crawl before we go on to bear crawl? Yes. Is that Otherwise, just... your bear crawl is not going to be a bear crawl. It's not ah. going to be proper. It's not, not going to do it. Will babies sometimes go straight to bear crawl or some version of bear crawl? I had a baby many moons ago. I'm also seeing their younger sibling now too for oh. a different reason. But Yeah, okay. Uh, she didn't crawl. Mm-hmm. She just pressed herself up into a bear crawl. Yeah. But the bear crawl was up on her arms, but her feet were splayed really wide and dead straight. Oh, and yeah. And she got around like that. <gasps> yeah. And that was her bear crawl. But wow. she never actually properly crawled. Wow. So mother was like, what is this? Is this yeah. okay? What is no. this doing to my child? What do I need to do? Yeah. And I said, has she actually crawled normally, typically yet? And she was like, no, this is what she's just done forever. How old was she when she came in? About 10 months-ish. Okay, yep, yep. So then I was like, we've got to teach her how to crawl properly. Yep. So how do you do that? It depends what it is. Okay. Just um, figure out what the underlying reason is for them to put themselves into yeah, that position. Yeah, what, what part of the pattern do they not have? Oh, okay. And then you work on that. Yeah, cool. Okay. But in that instance, this girl couldn't flex at her hip properly. Oh, yeah, yeah, makes sense. To then drag her knee forward. Yeah, yeah. So then we needed to teach her how to flex at her hip. Okay. And then once we got that, she could crawl. Do you know if she missed other things prior to the the crawling phase? She didn't roll very well. Oh, okay, yeah. Hence the inability to do the whole swinging process of the leg. Yeah, because she rolled like a She rolled like a log. Oh, yeah. (laughs) No hip flexion whatsoever, just... Full just arch of back, momentum roll. of head. Oh, yeah, yucky. Yeah. Okay. So it all, that's, that very comfortably fits. Yep. To what we were talking about before about the other or the preceding movements directly relate to what you're going to see later on in the more complex movements like crawling. Yeah. And sitting and walking. and. Okay. They can bear crawl though post standard crawl. Bear crawl is a, like a, 12 month plus. Oh, really? Pattern. Okay. Do kids not like to put their knees on the ground? Okay. It's important they put their knees on the ground. Is there, okay. What about 
I don't know, sometimes parents say they get up into like more of a bear position because they don't, I don't know, the ground hurts their knees or whatever. They can experience that. Yeah, okay. But if they're not putting their knees down, they're not putting it down for a reason, it's probably because they're not stacking themselves properly. Okay. So that the angle's not right. Yeah. Right. And so it's feels it's just, it feels a bit weird. You don't get the same stability sensation off the top of that. And there's but there's not generally like a sensitivity issue for a no. normal yeah, all right. Like you need your knees to be on the ground and crawl on hard yep. or whatever surface. Yes, of course. If they put their knee on a stone, yeah, it's oh, gonna yeah, hurt. Yeah. But anything course, else yeah. otherwise, but yeah. It's just a typical floor, it's not gonna hurt them. Yeah. Okay. That's good to know. And it's important for them to be able to crawl and have their knees flat on the floor like they are when they're crawling because that really helps to develop one of the joints in the knee, mm-hmm. your patellofemoral joint, so where your kneecap sits in the groove at the bottom of your femur. Yep. The deeper you can make that groove by putting as much pressure into the knee as possible when you're going through this crawling phase of your life, Yep. the more stable your knee is going to be. If you don't want to dislocate your kneecap, which is a fairly common thing, these or a fairly common injury in sports, Yeah, guarantee you most of them don't crawl or didn't crawl well. Yeah, wow. Didn't load their knees properly. I've got a 16-year-old girl at the moment, dislocated her knee about three months ago playing footy, and she was an asymmetric crawler. So one leg was good, the other one turned in. Oh, yeah? And she dislocated the one that was turned in. Oh, wow. My mum wouldn't even remember what I did. <laughs> yeah, so lucky parents were onto it because yeah. they knew it was funky because they were like, oh, yeah, she did one leg nicely, but the other one turned in or something. Yeah, but obviously didn't think any And mum was a nurse, so she knew oh, it wasn't yeah, yeah. like, but yeah. whatever, she was crawling. That's cool. And I think one of the reasons why we're doing these podcasts is that people don't realise how important little quirks are yeah. and how long-term the effects can be. And little quirks aren't cute. No, they're not. Here's a common one for you. Commando crawl. Oh, or what's your, what's wh- your definition of commando crawl? Get down on the ground and do an army crawl so you're on your elbows and you've got... And like, you're doing opposite arm, opposite leg with your belly dragging on the ground? Is yeah, that yeah, commando yeah. Crawl? yeah. Yeah, or this one, it wasn't in my, in my research, but I've seen it before where <laughs> the babies just throw their arms out in front and then just drag. Yeah. Are they both... The, the same thing, or has one at least got some sort of patterning the to it? The commando crawl's okay. Let's call the other one the slug. Yeah, yeah. Let's the slug is atrocious. Yeah. The commando crawl is okay if you're just starting out crawling. Okay. But they should progress from commando crawl to up onto their hands and knees within two weeks of. Oh yeah, okay. And if they're not, then they don't have the pattern right. Yeah. Okay. So you give them to, you give them a couple of weeks as a chance for all these different patterns. Yeah. But if they can't achieve the ideal pattern, then they haven't done something preceding that well enough to be able to get the pattern right. Yeah. So I guess compared to the slug, the commando crawl at least is generally opposite arm to leg. Yep. So they've got that cross. So at, least, at least they've got the connection between sides, whereas yep. the slug is just literally... They haven't gone beyond the first plane of movement that they've tried to stabilise themselves in. Guarantee that kid did not roll well. Yeah. Yeah. So no slugs. No slugs. If they're commando crawling or something, you can give it a couple of weeks and... Yeah, if they're pulling they're pulling with their arms, there's no interaction with their lower abdominal area to enable their legs to come underneath them to be able to then get themselves up into quadruped and contemplate crawling. Yep. Let alone even trying to connect between sides. Yeah, okay. Yucky. Because then what they'll do eventually is they'll slug their way to the couch or table or something and reach up and pull themselves up like a slug. Yeah. Slide themselves up the couch and then get themselves in the standing. (laughs) 
Yeah, okay. And then that will walk atrociously. Yeah. It'll take them ages to figure out, get themselves to be comfortable walking because the pattern is just so poor. Yeah, okay. Oh, I haven't seen this one much. I don't know if you have either, but they call it a crab crawl and it's just, again, leading with the arms, but you just, I think you, you, they must get up on their feet or knees or whatever and just pull themselves backwards or sideways. Nice. Yeah. So I'm assuming similar sort of thing to Absolutely. the There'll slug. plenty of things going wrong there. Yeah. Bum shuffling is another one. Well, yeah, that's Horrible. my next one. Bottom scooter. Bottom scooter. Yeah. So that's this is the typical person that didn't spend enough time in their belly. Okay. Because they don't feel like they can load their arms on the floor. So they're just basically using momentum of swinging or moving their knees up and down to scoot themselves along using their groin and their hip muscles to try and generate some forward momentum. Yeah. Without any connection with their upper body. Yeah. So this is one, if you see them do it, you got to... This is the tummy time struggle one. Yeah. So if you see any of this, do you just work a bit harder on tummy time then? They're not going to do it. is it a bit... It's past them. Really? Okay. But what you should be doing is putting them down on their belly and yep. making them get back up into that position by themselves. Okay. The bum shufflers are the ones that have just been sat up. Oh, one thing just leads on to the next, doesn't it? One, yeah. Destroy a pattern early, you'll and destroy the, the, the bum next shuffles one also are those ones that are sleeping in those stupid baby suits which pin your arms behind yourself in that I surrender position. Oh, yeah? How? Because they have no idea about how to reach forward in front of them to the floor to get their hands on the floor. They just want to be up here with their hands up in the air like I yeah, surrender. Yeah. They've got no concept of how to, they, to coordinate them. Because they often get, they do so much sleeping at such a young age so they're in that position a lot and then you unzip them they can often remain in that position if their nervous system's not robust enough yeah yeah, yeah. what about rolling crawl this is called i just call it rolling but it's just instead of crawling you decide to roll from one side of the room to the other it's fine yeah as long as it looks good okay and as long as they're actually crawling it's probably smart yeah as long as they're they can crawl. If they yeah. roll, that's just hilarious. So if they're not crawling and they decide, hey, this is fun, I'm just going to do this. If that's like, their only mode of transport, then yeah. that's a problem, yes. Okay. <laughs> Again, that's no tummy time on that one. Ah, see, way back to the roots. Okay. Any other crawling you've seen? Pulling with one arm and pushing with the opposite leg. Um, so like you might have, yeah, one arm, say you got your right arm tucked into your body. Yeah. You pull yourself with your left arm and you push off your right foot and just move yourself along like that. Oh, so you're laying down on your belly with your right arm tucked in and your left arm's kind of dragging you, Drag like if you've been shot in the arm and you're trying to... Yep, pretty yep. much. And then, yeah, you're just pushing off a straight leg. I've seen that plenty of times. See the half bum shuffle, half crawl... So yeah. you might have one knee on the floor, but you might have the opposing foot on the floor. So your yeah. knees up, and so you're on your like you're on a diagonal. Oh yeah. And so you pull with the oh, yeah. you pull with say you got your left hand on the floor and your left knee on the floor. Yeah. You pull with those two. Yeah. And you swing with your right arm and your right leg. Yeah. And you just land on the right foot all the time. Yep. Saying that. Again, those are the tummy time people. Yeah, wow. So a lot of the crawling habits have got to do with what they did on or didn't do on tummy time. 
And rolling. Because if you can't roll over, then you can't swing your leg. Yeah, true. Or you can't lift your arm or can't swing your arm forward. Same. But just some of them are more, if the particular ailments or the differences in crawling that people describe, it has come from different inadequacies of other patterns. Yeah. So whether they go straight into a perfect crawling pattern or they do something else for a couple of weeks and then go into a good crawling pattern, when should they be crawling? They should be nailing their crawling by nine months. Nine months. All right. It should should be their main mode of transport by nine months and it should look smooth and coordinated and it should be easy. And then they'll get fast. Yep. That's a fun phase. I really like the crawling phase. And then they'll be happy because they can move. Absolutely. Yeah. Opens up their world. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So by this point, they can crawl and they're starting to sit. And then after that, you're going to go into like pulling yourself up to stand and then you get into walking. So we're nearly there. Nearly upright, yeah. But all of those things and what we've spoken about already are affected by day dot. Yep. Yep. Okay. Anything else you want to talk to us about crawling? There's plenty of research out there for those kids who don't crawl properly. They just don't learn as well. Oh, really? Yeah, because you're actually utilising both sides of your body. So you're utilising both sides of your brain. So then you've got the opportunity to develop these patterns between your creative side and your cognitive side or whatever. And so if you don't have both developed, then learning opportunities are lessened. Yeah, that's interesting. There's plenty of evidence on that now. Yeah, it makes sense. The evidence has been around for ages, but now we're just getting too soft on these as parents. Mm. To actually want to make our kids do something that's useful for them. Yeah, and I suppose maybe when they're first starting to crawl and they're propping themselves up a little bit, they might whinge a bit because they feel like, oh, I want to get across the other side of the room, but I don't know how. Yeah, let them whinge. Yeah, let them whinge. You can get through the tummy time. You can get through this. Yeah, this is, once you got through tummy time, that's the worst of it. Yeah. If they're going to whinge at something, it's going to be tummy time. Yeah. Or on their back if they've got some reflux issues or something. But once they're up and moving around, like all of those issues go away. Yeah, okay. All right, that's probably one of the most straightforward ones we've gone through, I think. There's only one way to crawl. Can <laughs> yeah. I just emphasize that? Yeah. There is no other way. Yeah. You might see a commando crawl initially, mm-hmm. starting to crawl if they can't hold themselves up in a quadruped position, if they can't hold themselves up in their, on their hands and knees, yep. and they drop down and commando to a toy or something, Yeah. that's okay for a couple of weeks. Yeah. But then they should be developing the pattern to be able to crawl normally. I've just had a... A kid who was purely commando crawling. She's maybe 11 months old now. And it took us, it's taken us three weeks to then get her up on her hands and knees more. Yeah. And starting to take more and more steps in a normalized crawling pattern. Yeah. So you can change it. Yeah. It just takes a little bit of work. And I think parents just need to realize it's important to change. Because I know there's heaps of kids out there that just commando crawl and I think parents think it's a normal thing and it's a funny thing. and It's a normal thing because of whatever article you pulled, those different crawling yeah. things off and go, no, that's fine. There's it's, about you know, six different can, ways to crawl. Six different ways to crawl. They're all fine in themselves. Or everyone, yeah. Every kid's an individual. Yeah, yeah, that's great. They might be an individual, but there's only one way to crawl. It's on hands and knees, opposite arm, opposite leg. That is it. <laughs> no other way. It's called a classic crawl for a reason because humankind has done it forever. <laughs> yes, good. All right, I think that's it for crawling. Yeah, I'll get angry if we keep talking. Yeah, I can sense it. All right, so we better tie it up there before Simon loses control. All right, thank you for listening, everybody. That was crawling. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.
feeling more than fine. 